welcome to episode 10 of the Legal 500 Corporate Conversation. My name is Sara Maggi and I'm a member of the research team for the Legal 500 GC Powerless series. I'm here to introduce you to my conversation with Lisa Ng, General Counsel at Outright Games. In this conversation, we touch upon life as an in-house lawyer among creatives. Hi Lisa, it's great to have you here today. Thank you. And uh, episode number 10 of Corporate Conversation, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Absolutely. So my name is Lisa, as you mentioned. I am currently a general counsel for Outright Games. I joined just about a month ago, so still very, very new. But uh, on the side, I also do some social media influencing uh, relating to fashion. Yeah, so it's great to have you here, in fact. Uh, for this episode of Life as in as Lawyer Among Creatives, I would like you to tell to our audience uh, mm. your journey from becoming a successful in as lawyer to an influencer. Absolutely. I think they're absolutely intertwined, actually. Um, me being a, a lawyer really helped garner a an audience, um, sort of a relatable audience, because, you know, the out there on social media, there are a lot of um, different types of influencers, but there are not as many for a working mother uh, who does like her job as a lawyer, but equally also has another creative interest or passion outside of her day-to-day job. So as a result of that, I started posting my, my fashion, my outfits, and and that seemed to get a little bit of a response. And, and then uh, I sort of snowballed from there. Um, I, I'd say that the audience really enjoys the fashion side, but equally they love also learning a little bit more about how I conduct my day-to-day life when it comes to being a working mother, working in, uh, in the industry that I'm working in, in gaming, and also just generally the, the ins and outs of how to juggle you know, everyday life. Yeah, and clearly you've done that well. And what, what is your advice for other, I don't know, in-house counsel, mm. for example, but just everyone was up a career, a successful yes. career, and also as an interest out of that, mm-hmm. how can they success in that field? I'd say as in a successful, as in a successful day-to-day job, or as well as an influencer. Yeah, like having both. Yes, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think if you have a passion, that's first and foremost. And if you have something to say about that passion or interest, just utilize it because that if you have it, somebody else will want to hear it. And if you, there is an audience for every demographic out there. There's an audience for everybody. So utilize the voice that you have and and put it out there. If you're if you're happy to share, people will be willing to listen. As long as you have an interest and a genuine passion for that particular area, people will want to hear it. So, 100%, I would absolutely go for it. Right. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. Sure. And in terms of your uh, of your actual job, you changed your job um, recently. So yes. what about the, your employer? What do they think about your side interest, about your yeah. influence? Yeah. So this was one of the things that lots of people come into uh, contact with when you, when you change jobs or even when you start something on the side. It doesn't have to be influencing. It could be any other interest that you might have. There typically is, not to get too lawyerly, but there is typically a provision in your contract which does dictate about other employees. So normally you either have to disclose it, some places don't allow it whatsoever. Thankfully, at my current position at Outright Games, my CEO was very open to it. I called her up and I said, look, I have 
this influencing stuff on the side. I do some social media paid partnerships every once in a while. But first and foremost, my main goal is actually to encourage the female working mother to really come out and, and showcase her and put her on a pedestal and show her that you can be in these grand big positions. You can sit on boards, you can be exec level. This is what you can be. And you can also look good doing it. And that's my, my hopefully my message to the world. I told her all this and the one thing she always said to me was, power to you. That is all she said. She said, great. I'm so happy for you. Let me know how I can help you get to where you need to get to and what I can do to support it. So that doesn't really come very often in our industry, which is gaming. Um, gaming is traditionally a very male dominated environment. It is, uh, it has always been sort of, you, you can kind of see that it's been always sort of geared and directed at, at boys, little boys, when they're growing up and the now, and you see that throughout the sort of the, the, the last sort of few decades of when gaming really came to fruition. But now you see more and more females at the helm of certain studios. We're hoping that that increases and encourages even more as time goes on. But our CEO is female and she very much wants to encourage female video gamers, video gamers in general that, that also are females and also working in the industry. So I think she loves what I do as well. That's great. Thank you very much for sharing with us actually this, uh, this message. Yes. I think is a very positive example for, for all the women. In fact, I want to touch upon this, uh, this fact that you work in a male-dominated environment. Mm. What are the main challenges that a woman face in such environments, would you say? Mm, yeah, I've definitely always worked in a very male-dominated environment. So if it wasn't gaming, I was also in private practice beforehand mm -hmm. in a corporate environment. And there weren't very many females, but there also weren't very many mothers as well. Mothers in corporate is, is harder because of the, the hours are quite tumultuous and people are unpredictable for, for that matter. So it's very hard to have a, a family at home and have th that schedule that you also need to to um, consider as well as obviously your clients. So I've always been in this environment. And I guess what is, you know, what, what is important is to realize that actually you can, you can absolutely do it. I mean, of course you need to set boundaries as well. So, I mean, if you do need to be in, you know, sort of bath and bedtime at between 5.30 to 7.30, that's absolutely fine. But let's just work around that. Let's work around that to make the, the, the mother be, feel a little bit more supported in their working environment in order for us to be able to see the inclusion of additional females at top level, including whether it's in gaming or in corporate law or in law firms in general. I think we all have an opportunity here to, to really encourage that. Okay. And uh, what about like, clearly you've been successful mm. in this, in this environment. <laughs> and what is your advice to another woman who's, who's in the same mm. position? What is that you would, you would tell her in mm. terms like if she wants to succeed and to thrive in such environment? I'd say find somebody else that you can also uh, partner with, so to speak. So like I mentioned, the CEO of, of where I am now, she's very encouraging of, okay. of female leadership. Um, I find some sort of sponsor within the business and it doesn't have to be female. It could be male as well, obviously. You know, there's a great male leaders out there who want to encourage their female counterparts. Um, so find somebody who can also help you, whether it's whether it's um, above you or, or also encouraging the ones below you as well within your business. I mean, that it is absolutely a team effort. Unfortunately, we can't just do this alone. So I, I encourage anybody to, to be able to reach out to yeah their, their female advocate sponsorship.
Yeah, that's a great advice, that's for sure. Yes. And I want I want to ask you a last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about an hot topic in the yes. industry, which is diversity and inclusion. Mm. Will you now you're a GC, mm. and would you say that the general council has the power to actually uh, yes. drive inclusion in their companies? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you're the the great thing about being a GC. What I've started learning um, about now is that you're kind of in the middle of the business, so it really is you are counsel to. The general business and so people come to you not just for contracts but just for kind of advice on any, everything so you have you kind of have a touch point on every area of the business and as a result you get to impact and influence all areas of the business so actually when it comes to video gaming the incredible part about dni is is great for as a gc because for example even gaming for example we do kids gamings so having something in the game itself which showcases diversity and inclusion is something that i can influence via my role to the producers to the developers and say for example hey you know why this character Maybe this character can be female. Maybe this character can show, you know, a disability. Maybe this character can show a different color skin. That is stuff that even general counsels can can help and in, in impact the, the actual product itself. Oh, that's really great to know. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much for sharing all of this with us. And it was very great to have you here. No, pleasure is mine. Thank you so much for having me.